Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. Right, peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing this podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star review comes in from Libby and it's titled Excellent Podcast. Libby writes, I've really enjoyed Maddie's podcast. Very uplifting and inspiring messages. Perfect. Get you out of a rut. Libby, thank you so much for this review. I know I'm feeling the ruts. So many of us are feeling the ruts. And I uh, just really, really appreciate these kind words. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Please leave a review wherever you are listening to this episode. And I will make sure to give you some love on a future episode. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning in to episode 550. I cannot believe we've made it this far. I I continue to um, just blow my own mind that we're approaching a year of this podcast being live. And uh, today what I want to talk about is something that has been rattling around in my brain for a little while now. And I'm actually a little bit nervous to talk about it. And uh, full transparency, I've actually attempted to record this podcast multiple times. And uh, what we're talking about today is weight loss and what the pressure of uh, weight loss or the standard uh, for us women is is putting on us, is putting on our self-esteem, is putting on our body confidence, and is trickling down to our girls because they're seeing what we post. And so what I want to talk about today is maybe taking just a different approach to our personal body confidence and the way we look at ourselves um, to slowly begin to maybe focus less on the number on the scale and more on a healthy lifestyle. Now, I have to tell you why this was triggered. Um, I've been seeing so much uh, pressure online and I've been seeing so many people um, moving into selling things or uh, weight loss band-aids or supplements online. And it's mostly, most pretty much everybody that I've seen is women doing it. And they're selling the standard that none of us can live up to. And what they're not selling is body positivity. And it's really, really becoming frustrating because I I love a good side hustle. I really, really do. And I support women on their endeavors, except when it comes at this expense, the expense of our 
diet culture, right? Of this billion dollar industry, billion dollar a year, but multi-billion dollar a year industry that banks its big bucks on us not believing that we're worthy right now. Banks its big bucks on um, the belief that our weight is actually what defines our worthiness. Um, Banks its big bucks on making us feel like we're not enough as we are and that we must change in order to be happy, in order to get what we want out of life, in order to Live up to a standard that, in my opinion, is pretty unrealistic. So I've been seeing this online, and one post in particular really, really got me. It said, um, it was just a question, and it said, how much weight do you need to lose? And I knew what this woman is doing. She's trying to sell you some, you know, pill. And the post alone was frustrating enough, but what really like hurt my heart and it dropped it. Like I feel it in my stomach right now. It's because what I did is I opened up uh, the comments and there were, I think 30 more or more comments, women saying, you know, 10 to 15 pounds, 30 pounds, more pounds than I can count. And not one person was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good the way I am. I'm really working hard on living a healthy lifestyle and I'm not I'm not uh, dictating my everything uh, based on a few pounds that I need to lose. It's just really frustrating. And it broke my heart a little bit because um, this was an older woman who posted it. And if she's feeling that, then um, I know our girls. I know my, my teenage daughter and my teenage sons. Everybody is feeling it. And right now, I don't know about you, but I can guess that we all, you included, have uh, a lot of stress on our plates right now. So much, so much stress going on around us. I mean, we're in the middle of a worldwide global pandemic. Uh, We have no idea what's happening with school in the next couple of weeks. And what we think is going to be happening with school looks like it's changing rapidly. The election is coming up and there's so much divisiveness and hate and everything else online. Our weight, ladies, should not be one of these stressors. Loving ourselves should be our only goal right now. Because I believe that if we can learn to love ourselves, just like right now, as imperfect as we are today, A, we're going to be happier, right? We're going to give ourselves some more grace. And B, I believe that once we get into that state of happiness in the present, we actually start making choices that are in line with a healthier lifestyle. And so what I want to talk to you about today, and this is going to be super quick, is to just give you five little thoughts to think about to help move yourself towards body positivity, towards body confidence, towards being happy with where you are right now. And then that's it. That's what I hope to do. (laughs) And so let's just dive in. Let's dive in. Here are five ways that I think that I've found for me help me find happiness and health in the present moment. Sans scale. Number one, and I got this tip from Susan Hyatt in her book, Bear. 
And what, what this tip is, is just a question to ask yourself when you are leaning into a decision that has to do with your health. And the question is this, does this decision feel like love? So you can um, ask yourself this question when it comes to your diet, to your exercise. You can ask this question when it comes to um, pretty much anything. Well, how you're going to respond to someone, you know, on social, if you're going to pick up the phone, how you're going to handle your family that day. Specifically on this podcast, what we're just talking about is health. And so when we're talking about nutrition and exercise, asking yourself, does it feel like love to warm up the pizza from last night? Or does it feel like love to slice up an apple? Now, I want you to slow down when you ask yourself this question, because some days the answer is going to be pizza. I can guarantee it. That's going to feel like love. And then another day is going to feel like the apple. And there's no judgment behind this question as long as, and and I don't even want to put that caveat. I just want to make that statement. There is no uh, judgment on your answer to this question. And uh, the key is to be honest with yourself. So really take your time, be mindful in the moment, and ask yourself in that space where you're not hurrying, rushing everywhere, um, where you really can truly genuinely answer that with 100% certainty, does it feel like love? So, you know, today it's a blazing hot out, and so I have an option. Do I want to take a nap or go on a walk? Today, what feels like love is to lay down in my air-conditioned room, maybe journal, maybe read, maybe take a nap. That actually feels like love. Going outside in the 90-degree heat doesn't feel like love to me right now. And so um, that's my first tip to help move us towards a healthy and happy lifestyle. Does it feel like love? Uh, Number two is comparison. Now, uh, full disclosure, I posted a angry and uh, pointed uh, post recently that got a lot of feedback, and I, I posted it right after I read about the weight loss question, and I was really triggered. And um, what it was about was comparison and how I'm really frustrated with people comparing um, themselves to things like pre-baby weight or pre-wedding figure or, you know, pre-freshman 15 or freshman 40 (laughs) and comparing ourselves to who we were 5, 10, 20 years ago, which is an unrealistic body structure, composition, look to compare ourselves to. I really believe that, I mean, this is going to be a shocker, but I believe aging is like a real and beautiful thing. And it's one thing that we can embrace. My pre-baby body doesn't have the extra pudge or the stretch marks or the this or the that. And it was beautiful back then. And it's unrealistic to wish or to hope or to go for Uh, that goal. So comparison, instead of comparing ourselves to who we were pre-baby weight or even like pre-COVID gene size, instead of doing that, here's what I suggest. I suggest we compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. And if we can get a tiny bit better each and every day, then those better days will compound and new habits 
will be formed. So if the only comparison you ever make is to who you were yesterday, I think we're on the right track because I think that we're not trying to, again, live up to this unrealistic expectation of ourselves that's really never going to happen and um, really helps us embrace the process of aging and just becoming a little bit better than who we were yesterday. Uh, So number two is compare yourself to only who you were the day before. Uh, Number three is, and I talk about self-care a lot, but number three is to make self-care a priority. A priority that's so important, it gets scheduled. Because I believe that what gets scheduled actually gets done. If it's not scheduled, then it's just an idea um, that's not really concrete and doesn't have time uh, on your calendar. The likelihood of it getting done goes way down. So making self-care a priority can even be just a few minutes a day. And I want you to claim those minutes as your own. So you could wake up 10 minutes earlier before everybody else and claim those 10 minutes as your own. You could put the kids in front of a screen for 20 minutes and take those 20 minutes for yourself. You could order dinner to be delivered so that you don't have to spend the next hour making and whipping up dinner for everyone. And I want you to claim those minutes as your own. Because in just 10, 20 minutes, you can accomplish, we can accomplish so much for ourselves. One of the things that I've been doing lately that I am in love with is using my Peloton app. And I know you would actually get the app for like, $12 or $13 a month. And the Peloton app has amazing, you know, exercise uh, options, but it also gives you these really cool filters. So I've been doing meditation and yoga for literally only 10 minutes a day. I click on the filter. I um, choose 10 minutes. They even have five minute options, you guys. And I do my yoga one day, do my meditation the next. Super easy, but so impactful. So my tip number three is to make self-care a priority by claiming time for yourself, even just 10 minutes a day. Uh, My tip number four to lead us to a healthier, happier life is to unfollow any person or account online or in real life that doesn't inspire you, that doesn't fill you up. And I bet even by me making that comment, a few accounts or a few people popped into your mind and you thought, oh, that person doesn't fill me up. That person, what they post or what they say, it actually brings me down. It actually makes me angry. I get pretty triggered if, and I know the answer is, yeah, yeah, I can think of a few people um, who do that to me. There's actually, I think, an option on Facebook where you can like snooze someone for 30 days. Why don't you snooze them and see how it feels? Because I know that when I'm looking on social media, I am uh, handing away my attitude and how I feel to all the people who are posting. And so if I'm handing over uh, someone's authority to control my attitude, I want to make sure that it's the right attitude. So tip number four is to unfollow. And then my last tip to get us healthier and happier is to set small goals, small goals, okay? I don't want to hear about getting back to the pre-baby 
body figure. So I want to see some small goals set with the intention of creating a habit. And then once that small habit has been formed, adding a new one, just a small little tweak or a small little change in stacking your new positive and healthy habits on top of each other. And the more habits we stack, the happier and healthier we will be. So for example, you know, um, an easy one I think to start uh, with is saying, I'm going to drink X amount of ounces of water each and every day. And I track on my fitness pal, which is a free app that you can download. And I track my water and I get my ounces for 21 days, for 30 days, for 60 days, however many days it takes me to build that habit where I don't need my fitness pal tracker anymore because drinking water on the daily is now, it's now a habit. It's just something I do um, automatically. And then once that becomes a habit, you can add a new one like get 5,000 steps a day or, you know, do 10 minutes of yoga every day. And you do that new small habit or goal each and every day for 21 days, 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes to form a habit. And then you add another one. And by adding these small goals it will just lead you and direct you towards a happier and healthier life. So tip number five is to set small goals. And that's all I have for you today. And I just want to remind you that your weight does not dictate your worth. I believe that you are perfect exactly as you are today. I believe that you are worthy and you are enough. And so I challenge you to lean into happiness and to lean into health as opposed to the number on the scale. And that's all I have for you today. So thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, please keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you loved this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.